This is Love Marriage Again with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to embrace their marriage and feel completely in love with their husbands again. If you are a wife looking to create a happier marriage by transforming yourself, you've come to the right place. Here you will be inspired to fully accept your husband, be in control of your own happiness, and create a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of loving your marriage again. Well, hello there and happy 2023. It is Dr. Siobhan here. I am so excited to be back with you in a whole new year. I have had an amazing holiday season, I guess you could call it. Um, I was so intentional about creating what I want, which is part of the inspiration for our episode today, which is all about having what you want. And I want to tell you briefly what I did, and then I want to sort of give you the process that you can use for yourself. So I love Christmas more than any time of year, and I like to do all of the Christmas things. Even though it's cold outside, I come alive and want to be very social (laughs) during the Christmas season. So I intentionally took time off, which I normally don't do. I usually work hard um, the last month of the year because I know it's also a time where people are either really ready to make their marriage work or really on the verge of calling it quits. And sometimes Um, Being super active in my business during that time really helps people come in to get the help that they need. But I decided to take the time off and I didn't see my clients. Um, I gave myself like a real break. I provided them with massive support in my physical absence. They had a 21-day sprint that they were doing where they got daily coaching from me, and it was amazing. It was just amazing. So I took time off. I scheduled so many play dates for my daughter. My children go to different schools, and she was out earlier than my son. She's also the very social one like her mom. And so we had play dates with cupcake decorating and cookie decorating and playing all the Christmas music and just had a really lovely time. We got manicures and pedicures together. It was so fun. This year, was a little bit of a different Christmas in that my parents have moved. They lived in one part of North Carolina, and now they live in a different part of North Carolina, closer to my brother who has bought a new house. And so we stayed for the first time at my brother's house with his wife and his two daughters and my family and my sister was there and my parents were in a townhouse they are renting until their new house is built. 
So it's the first time that we traveled to North Carolina for Christmas and we didn't stay at my parents' house. And I was kind of bummed by it because I'm a big tradition person and it was sort of like, well, what is Christmas going to look like now if we're not doing it the way we always do it? But I decided because I'm a coach and I know how to decide what I want and create it for myself that I was going to have an amazing time. And we did. So my brother's in-laws came as well. And we just had an extended family Christmas and learned about some of their traditions and just had a really beautiful, beautiful time as a family. Then there was New Year's Eve and we didn't actually have any plans. We came back home and I just invited myself over to my friend's house, which is not like me at all. But I knew that I wanted to hang out with, a you know, as a family with my kids and husband. And there's several friends that we have that have small children as well. But there were so many things in my head that was like, Siobhan, first of all, you can't just like invite yourself over. This is so short notice. It was literally the day of. I was like, hey, what are you guys doing? I want to hang out. <laughs> she was like, you're welcome to come over anytime. So within a matter of hours, we decided that's what we we're going to do. We found some food to order, went on over there and just had such a good time. Such a good time. And then we topped it off or I topped it off with my daughter. I took her to New York City and we went and had tea at the Plaza Hotel. And she was elated. I was elated. We got fascinators. We dressed up alike. And literally, it is already one of the highlights of my entire year. And I'm still glowing from it because it just happened yesterday at the time that I'm recording this. Um, so all of that to say, I've had an extraordinary past couple of weeks. And it's not by accident. And I want you to really hear that in the story, that I was very intentional about what I wanted and I made choices, even when it felt a little bit uncomfortable, that aligned with what I wanted. And I wanna teach you how to do the same. We are at the beginning of a new year and I want you to set yourself up for having an extraordinary year. I want you to experience the things that you want to experience. I don't want anything to hold you back. I want you to have this year be a year of more fulfillment, more enjoyment, more of all the things that you love and that really set your soul on fire with joy. So I'm going to give you what I've called the having what you want formula. <laughs> Super fancy, right? And I want to offer you five steps that are going to help you create what you want. All right. Oh, and we had a movie play date, too. I'm just thinking of all the things we went to the movies and had an amazing time there with another family. So we like to do family play dates. <laughs> All right. So 
let's get back to the formula. The first thing is you have to know your values. And what I mean by that is you have to know what's important to you. I have done a lot of work on understanding my values. And when I say values, you can literally Google it. It sounds like a very complicated thing, but values are just what matters to you. So for me, having fun matters, being together as a family, unplugging from phones, being present with each other, laughing and creating memorable experiences, convenience, ease, harmony, peace. Those things matter to me. So as I thought about creating what I wanted, that's where I started. And that's why I knew interacting with other people as a family was going to need to be essential for me in creating the past two weeks that have been amazing. Okay, so you want to think about what are my values? What are the things I care about? For some people, they really like being inside and being home. I am a type of person when I think about having fun, it typically involves leaving the house and doing some activity because I know for myself when I'm here and I don't have like a tangible thing to be directing my mind to, I'm going to (laughs) work. I'm going to like come up with some new idea. I'm going to try to send some emails. And that's not what I wanted. So I know that when I want to be focused and creating memorable experiences with my family, for me, I value being outside of the house. That's not for everyone. And so maybe that's not it for you. But you want to just, again, ask yourself the question, what do I value? What matters to me? The second thing is start making a dream list of exactly what that looks like. So having fun is very vague, right? But having play dates with friends and family that I love being around is very specific. Making cupcakes and listening to Christmas music, very specific, right? So... You think about this for yourself. If you were making a dream list of exactly what you want and exactly what that looks like, even for just this month, right? I think sometimes giving it a time frame is super valuable where for me it was like, okay, these two and a half weeks between Christmas break and, you know, coming back to work. So for you, we're in a new month, in a new year. Just think about for the next 30 days or the next three weeks for you. What are the experiences you want to have? Whether those are experiences in your marriage specifically or experiences in your life, because they all matter, right? Like we don't exist in silos that you enjoying your life and enjoying being you will positively impact your marriage, because you'll be in a better position, you'll be in a better mood, you'll be feeling more fulfilled, and so it'll be so much easier to have more positive interactions with your spouse. So make that dream list. And then I want you to think about number three is really understanding the obstacles that would get in your way, right? Because I'm sure the things that you've just come up with are not new, 
right? For me, some of these things were on my Christmas break list last year and will be on it this year. One thing I really wanted to do, um, there's like the Polar Express train is like a ride and an adventure that they have here. And we waited too late to buy the tickets, but we got to see the Polar Express in the movies. But I know now, like, I just got to plan earlier. So some of what's getting in the way is like, you didn't plan for it. So I'm definitely going to plan for it. But I also want to let you know that outside of like planning and very tangible things, money, another tangible thing, right? The investment to do some of the things you want. Maybe that's not the best use of your money. Maybe you have some really large savings goals and going to the plaza hotel for tea is not a priority for you, right? So you do want to look at the external circumstances and the things that logistically are impacting your ability to carry out this dream list. And I'm going to tell you a lot of times, especially when it comes to marriage, much of the obstacles people face are in their brain. It's the mindset. It's the limiting beliefs that tell them, oh, you shouldn't do that. Oh, that's going to be weird. Or, oh, you're being too forward by asking that person. And like, what if that person doesn't really want to hang out with you? Or, you know, these are all the thoughts that could have presented themselves to me in, in creating these past couple of weeks. But I just noticed them for what they were and stayed focused on what I wanted, okay? So you're gonna wanna look at what are the obstacles that would get in the way of me creating these experiences? Is it that I'm worried about past failures, right? If it's something that you want to experience with your spouse, let's say you wanna go on vacation together and you haven't been on vacation in a while, and your brain is telling you, well, the last time I brought it up, they weren't really that interested. Or the last time I brought it up, they were worried about this. Or they didn't think they would be able to take the time away from work. Or we didn't know what to do with the kids. Right? So if it's anything you've attempted before, your past failures or previous disappointments are going to come up. Right? But you have to understand that, understand that it's going to happen, that it's going, your brain is going to deliver you all of the reasons why, no, you can't have what you want. And you just have to know that. The other thing is resistance to change. So this is more applicable when you're trying to change a dynamic or a habit in your marriage or in your life. Right. Where it's like, I really want us to communicate better and have more peaceful conversations where we don't argue. In order for that to happen, you're going to have to change the way you communicate and your spouse is going to have to change the way they communicate. But that's breaking a habit. And anytime you're breaking a normal, well-worn habit, there's going to be resistance because it feels uncomfortable to do something that you're not used to doing. For example, if you are working on your communication, one of the top things that I recommend is that you have the right timing for some conversations, right? Many times conversations break down because 
the timing isn't right. You're upset and you're angry. And so you're bringing something to your spouse in the heat of the moment. Whereas one of the greatest solutions is calming yourself down first, flagging the conversation, scheduling some time to come together and talk about it so you both can be in a more open and grounded energy. But to do that consistently is different than probably what you've been doing and your brain is going to fight you. Like, no, I need to talk about it now. I have to. I can't wait. (laughs) Can you tell? I have these same experiences, right? So you want to just notice that like resistance to changing is going to be an obstacle. Another obstacle that I'm going to start talking about a lot more this year on the podcast is just like your inner child wounding or past trauma that I think for so many of us, we aren't aware of the connection between things that happened to us or experiences we went through in childhood and how that's playing a part in our current marriage or life, right? And so you want to just notice, like, if I'm trying to achieve something new or if I'm trying to create a specific set of experiences for myself, but I'm not able to do that, like, maybe there's some small child part of me that's afraid or that doesn't believe that it's possible or that doesn't believe that I deserve to have what I want. You just want to check in, like, what's going on? Where in my life was I told growing up that I couldn't have what I wanted? Or where did I get in trouble for trying to create what I wanted? Or where were other people pulling me down and not working with me to help me create what I wanted? You want to just notice that. And then the last obstacle is just the unwillingness to feel hard emotions. Creating any change in your life is going to be uncomfortable because you're becoming a new person or you're stretching yourself in some way that's uncomfortable. When I reached out to my friend and was like, hey, what are you doing tonight? I want to hang out. There was a part of me that was like, Siobhan, are you being needy? Are you like imposing yourself? And it felt uncomfortable and I felt a little like guilty and a little shame, but I allowed those feelings. I was willing to feel guilty or, you know, imposing for the sake of what I wanted. And I reminded myself that like, okay, I'm inviting this opportunity for us to hang out, but if she's busy or if she can't do it, she can just say no. And that's perfectly fine. I'm not going to feel some type of way if the answer is no. Think about that for your life, for your marriage, right? There may be things that you want to ask your spouse, but you're like, oh, they're going to say no, so I'm not going to do it. The only reason you're not going to do it is because you're unwilling to feel disappointed or rejected or vulnerable. But what if you were willing to feel those emotions? What if it you if what you wanted was so important to you that you were willing to do that which brings us to step four so i know i'm giving you like steps and substeps <laughs> let me back up and just recap where we are so far right this is the how how to have what you want formula right so step one is knowing your values what matters to you step two is making a dream list of exactly what you want exactly what it looks like And step three is understanding the obstacles. 
And what I just did was just bulleted for you some of the obstacles. So it's going to be mindset and limiting beliefs. It's going to be past failures and disappointments, resistance to change, inner child wounding and trauma, and an unwillingness to feel hard emotions. Okay, so those are the first three steps. The fourth step is be decided despite the obstacles. And that's kind of been the undercurrent in everything I've been saying. So I want you to, again, just anchor yourself in what you want and be decided, I'm going to create this experience for myself. I'm going to work with my spouse in this new way. I'm going to be a person who follows through. I'm going to be a person who is kind and more positive and more open. I'm going to be a person who is more empathetic and responsive and open-minded and flexible. Whatever the case is, right? You have to be decided that it's happening. Not that you're trying, not that you wish, not that you're hoping, not that you're like sitting there waiting for it to fall upon you. You've decided it's happening. Now, yes, there are some things that are beyond your control, but when you have decided that something's happening, you manage your obstacles differently, right? That's why it's decided despite the obstacles, right? So that means that as you're thinking about engaging your spouse in some activity, right? Maybe you want to sign up for the marriage upgrade. Maybe you want to have a conversation about your marriage. Maybe you want to sit down and create a budget together. Maybe you want to express to them something that's really bothering you. Whatever the case is, you could look at the obstacles, right? The past failures, the time when you tried to talk to them before and it didn't work. The time when maybe you mentioned it to them and they were like, no. You could look at those as obstacles to stop you or you could look at those as obstacles to be worked through and you can act anyway. You can ask anyway. You can bring it up anyway. And then step number five is consistent, persistent action. I like to think of doing this work, whether it's the work you're doing to improve your marriage or the work you're doing to just set your life up to be much more intentional and fulfilling this year. It's all an experiment, right? You're going to act out of your values. You're going to get really clear about what you want. You're going to understand what might get in the way and you're going to be decided. And also the actions you take and the steps you move yourself forward are all experiential. You don't know that it's going to work 100% all of the time, 24-7. But you're willing to take the step anyway. And if it doesn't go as you would like, you evaluate. You look at, okay, well, what worked here? What didn't work here? What did I miss? What can I do differently the next time? Right? So you're always in a mindset of learning, of being curious about what you're doing. And you keep going no matter what. So again, back to communication as an example. Taking consistent and persistent action to improve your communication means that if you and your spouse have a hard time when you're expressing a concern or you're expressing how you feel about something or something that is upsetting to you, if that leads to an argument where they shut down and they're defensive or vice versa, then you want to consider, I'm going to be 
consistent and persistent in figuring this out. So this day, I'm going to try to have the conversation this way. If that doesn't work, I'm going to look at like, what was the breakdown? Where did things fall apart? And then I'm going to try a new way the next time. And I'm going to learn and I'm going to figure it out. And I'm just going to keep trying to have a productive, healthy conversation where we can address our issues without anyone feeling attacked, without anyone feeling blamed, without anyone feeling defensive or shut down. Okay, so that's what it looks like. The process again, knowing your values, what matters to you, making a dream list of exactly what you want to create and what that looks like, understanding the obstacles that are going to stand in your way, be decided despite the obstacles and take consistent and persistent action. So I want you to keep working this question, what do I want? Ask yourself, give yourself permission to answer the question. Don't doubt yourself. Don't second guess what comes up for you, right? This is an exercise in self-trust and self-perseverance as well. But this is an amazing time of the year to set yourself up to experience more of what you want. I already in these first few days of the years have started my life off being so much more intentional than ever before. I've got some big goals, some big dreams, some amazing things that I want to accomplish this year, both personally and professionally. And this is the process that I'm using. I'm always going to be tuning into what do I value? What matters here? I'm always going to be getting very specific about what I want. I'm going to look at what has been standing in my way. I'm going to be decided that even though it may be hard, even though there are obstacles and things I have to learn and things I have to do differently, things I have to overcome, I'm decided that it's happening and I'm going to take consistent and persistent action. All right. That is the podcast episode for you today. I want to invite you to join a challenge I created. It's called the Fresh Start Challenge. And it is a video series that is going to help you do some of this work. It's going to help you understand your mindset. It's going to help you understand what you want. It's going to help you understand the obstacles that are standing in the way. It's going to help you understand your emotions and how to work with your emotions to create what you want versus allowing your emotions to run the show and destroy what you want. It's going to help you be more consistent. This is the best time of year to give yourself, your marriage, your life, a fresh start, a new perspective, a new set of tools, a new way of operating that is going to help you achieve your goals, your dreams, your desires, and have more of the experiences that you want to be having. You can sign up for this challenge for free. There are five videos 
There are coaching questions in between. It is a active process really designed to get you different results this year. You will go to my website, drshavon.com forward slash fresh dash start dash 2023. The link will be in the show notes and I would love to see you inside the Fresh Start Challenge. Be well and I'll be back with you next week. Now, if you loved this episode, you will want to download a free resource I created called 13 Beliefs to Hold On To When Marriage Gets Tough. Download it at bit.ly forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. And of course, I will be back with you next week. Until then, commit to loving your marriage again.